I want to talk metals. Uh, Joseph Cavatoni is joining us this morning to help us do just that. He's the head of Americas for World Gold Council. Joseph, always good to have you with us. Uh, happy Friday. Uh, I wanted to for you, to you too as well. Joe, your mid-year uh, gold outlook said that uh, the underperformance that we just looked at in the indices and in bonds for that matter in a potential stagflationary environment may also be positive for gold. That's right. Look, I think what we're looking at year to date and our outlook for the rest of the year, there are going to be some potential short-term headwinds for gold, for sure. That's going to continue to put price pressure on the metal. But let's put it into context year to date. Number one, the only asset classes amongst major asset classes to outperform gold have been broad-based commodities and the dollar. So what you're seeing right now is as the world has been preparing and expecting and positioning for an inflationary environment, particularly in the U.S., we're now feeling and shifting towards how do we respond and react to the potential for recession or stagflationary kind of environment. So this movement of risk assets is going to continue to play out. This potential valuation of equities and bonds and where they're going to settle in over the course of the next six months is going to continue to put gold front and center as an asset that gets looked at as a stable portfolio contribution and things are looking interesting from our perspective and actually we're looking at the rest of the year as an opportunity for people to stay closely in tune with what's happening in the gold market and look at how it can be positioned in your portfolio to help. Uh, Joseph, talk to us a little bit more specifically about that headwind uh, gold or, um, for gold. Obviously, the U.S. dollar, we've seen strength this week. I mentioned right. at the top of the show up and through the 109 handle for that matter. I mean, 24-year uh, right. highs against the yen. I think it's a 20-year high uh, for the uh, index. I mean, again, this is a factor to be considered, as I've been calling it. Absolutely. A parity with euro. I th yeah. Things with the dollar are very exciting and very interesting. And definitely, it's an area that's actually putting you know, some headwinds for the gold market, of course. Gold still positions itself in the portfolio as that safe haven asset. So there are people that are actually looking at the dollar, they're positioning in the dollar. It's a flight to quality. It's a flight to quality for the dollar itself and the dollar-based assets as they move around into what they're settling in on. But that's actually a U.S. phenomenon. You know, if you look at the ETF market as an example of real clear transparency about where investment flows are going, what you can see is that the inflationary concerns and, and the positioning of ETFs in Europe are outpacing the U.S. now in terms of the overall size and the flows year to date. So you're seeing the U.S. market react and position dollar-based, and you're actually seeing globally gold still being a very large component of a hedging portfolio instrument in people's, in people's books of business. So that headwind right now is something that's going to be there for the short term. And as we look towards the mid uh, mid third quarter into fourth quarter, we're going to start to see what people are doing more specifically with their portfolios. And gold will likely play a key component in that again. Talk to us a little bit about, uh, again, you know, obviously there are some significant headwinds, some challenges throughout mm -hmm. the second quarter. Uh, uh, more specifically, uh, um, can you kind of dive into a few of those for us? Yes. So, so what we're seeing, again, dollar flows. Yeah in the US are basically causing some risk assets to, to come off in the US. Obviously, gold is a component of that. Uh, you're seeing that in terms of the transparency you're seeing with the flows in ETFs. But some of the other factors around the globe that would normally support the price of gold and actually be an increasing level of demand at this point in time, and particularly at these levels, for example, China retail demand, mm -hmm. coin and bar demand in China, those numbers are, again, under significant pressure because what we've seen is a huge spike in COVID cases 
onshore, and we've seen that that is a pressure point in the demand for gold. You're also dealing with seasonality in India in terms of the retail demand there. So when you normally see those types of demand coming online at these levels, we're starting to see that still a bit weak, and we'll actually have to see how things develop over the next couple of months. But even with that, central bank demand continues to be steady and stable. And that's a signal of people looking at a reserve asset in a portfolio and also looking at dollar assets looking expensive. So you're going to continue to see that trend uh, throughout the course of the year. And you're going to continue to see the European ETF universe and other investors on a global scale looking to continue to put money into the gold, uh, in the gold assets around, around this time of year and into the second half. I think the key factor to keep an eye on is that gold really has performed relative well against the different risk assets that people are looking at. Again, commodities broad-based, US dollar itself, these are the two assets that have outperformed gold year-to-date, even though the number is down, you know, call it 5% year-to-date. Well, we're looking at the longer-term chart here over the last few years, at least. You can see, again, that it has been trending higher. And we're really just testing the lower extreme of this range right now, 1,700 to 2,100. But how about geopolitics? Because I look at this chart, I'm reminded of that spike back in March, obviously directly tied to the uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine. That's right. And, and that's going to continue to be a factor. Our, our, our outlook highlights the geopolitical risks and the challenges around monetary policy that are still going to be factors that are they were there before COVID, they were there during COVID, and they're still there today. They're going to just basically have to, to, we're going to have to keep an eye on exactly how those things develop. And those shorter term price pressures that are coming maybe from the movement of the dollar, the strength of the dollar against those geopolitical risks, but they are still there as factors that are going to weigh in on the overall demand for gold. Joseph, appreciate you joining us here to take a look here at uh, gold. Uh, some of the price activity, the selling this week, and what's behind some of the weakness. Joseph Cavatoni, happy Friday to you. Joseph's the head of America's for World Gold Council. We're